Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to the show that critics are calling The Best Part is When It's Over. Uh, thanks a lot. Um, yeah, we're actually, we do, the reviews are in for the podcast, and so uh, we'll get to those later in the show. But first, we're going to start with advice. So I scoured the internet for some advice questions, and hopefully I can answer them for you. Let's see which one to start with. Let's start with this. Um, a woman and her sister, this woman writes in, she talks about how her and her sister were kicked out of the house when she was 19 and her older sister was 25, and that was 17 years ago. Can you do the math? Um, and that the 25-year-old is still holding a grudge, the one that was 25 at the time. Um, I know I'm just as confused as those numbers just that I just mentioned. Uh, but um, the the sister wants to know, should her older sister be over it by now? Um, here's the thing. I want to, I would like to cast judgment normally, but, um, there is still a kid who I won't name by name, but, uh, maybe I'll post his name in the podcast description, but, um, I lost a bunch of my favorite pogs to him. Fair and square. Sure. Pharisees, but, uh, still lost some of my favorite pogs and I think about it every day. So I understand where she could be coming from. Um, no, I mean, listen, bottom line is, yeah, it's 17 years. That's kind of kind of enough time to get over it. I feel like maybe, and I go back to this every week with advice, a lot of times it's just mentioning it to her. She might not be aware that she's bringing that up all the time. So she might just need to know, come on, come on, sis, get over it. Um, all right, next one, this one I love. I feel like this was sent in from one of my neighbor's grandparents. Um or friends' grandparents, because uh, it is um, she is an elderly lady who just joined Facebook and got an evite for a graduation. It is that time of year, and wants to know. You know, normally she said she was raised where if she gets invited to go to a grad party and she can't make it, she wants she would normally send a gift and wants to know if she should still do that. Um, no, not at all. Um, and it also sounds like this isn't even a super close friend. It's kind of just a, a distant acquaintance. So even if they had any questions about it, like, why didn't you give me any gift? Well, you can always just defriend them. That's what the best part of Facebook is. Um, all right, another one is, this one's great. Someone is going off to college next year, and she's really scared about having on clean roommates, roommates that are just going to be slobs and messes the entire time. Um, this too is one of those things. This is what made me think about it when I mentioned the first one. Communication is key. This is the best part and a great time to learn this skill going into college is that just talking about it, like setting boundaries right away. Like, hey, how about I, how about we have a day where we clean or should we do like a cleaning board? We'll get a board and we decide one person will clean this week, the other person next week. You know, find different ways to just communicate and talk about it. Um, it's tricky. It can be tough and just awkward at first, but uh, but it's a good good skill to learn. And just be thankful that your roommate is hopefully a good person. I mean, you should more be worried about that because I, I, freshman year, woke up and my roommate was just watching me sleep. Um, and that was weird. And I want to be like, oh, you know, benefit of the doubt, maybe like was watching over me. No, I can't even, I can't even do the benefit of the doubt. Um, yeah.
get into some entertainment news. Um, first things first is this new trailer for the new Neil Blomkamp movie. So he did um, District 9, Elysium, uh, what was that one, Chappie? So did some really interesting kind of sci-fi, horror-ish movies. Um, and he's back to that genre with this one called Demonic. Uh, check out the trailer, just came out um, yesterday. Really good, really creepy. I'm super pumped uh, for this one. And also on the same vein of horror, uh, saw that uh, the American Horror Story spinoff. So I actually, I like American Horror Story quite a bit. I feel like that cast, the way they do an anthology series every year is really, really interesting. Um, so this new one is going to be very good and, and kind of uh, um, focus on shorter stories and a bunch of different ones. So that's American Horror Stories, and that's uh, going to be coming out fairly soon. I think they're, let's see, it sets. Oh, here we go. Actually, they do have a date. The first two American Horror Stories episodes premiere exclusively on FX on Hulu on July 15th. And while American Horror Story Double Feature, Murphy's other anthology horror stories or horror series will premiere on August 25th. So there you go. Bunch of American Horror Story stuff to look forward to. Uh, this one, Mission Impossible 7 set shut down due to COVID. So there you go. Apparently they found out somebody, uh, they tested somebody and they had COVID. So they have to shut it down for two weeks. Um, and this, of course, comes after Tom Cruise had the very angry rant on a couple uh, workers, crew members that were not being socially distant. And so he goes off on a rant. Um, if you haven't heard it, check that out. Um, and basically he just, you know, calls attention to it and says that you will be fired if you don't adhere by his rules. So, yep. So now uh, one of the crew members has COVID. Uh, when asked for a comment, Tom Cruise says that he hopes for a speedy recovery. And by that, he means he personally went to their houses and fired them from a distance of six feet course gotta be safe um let's see what else uh seth rogan's new book yearbook is uh is good i'm about three-fourths finished i have uh i got the audiobook so i can listen to that and check that out while going on my long walks um and i found a few things i really like it but one of the things that i found with memoirs or memoirs as people call it um, uh, is that the first part, like their childhood and their upbringing is something that I don't know. I don't know what it is. It just doesn't interest me. And that's the total snooze fest that, uh, is just tough to get through. But, um, unless it's like super interesting, like if a kid was raised to leg wrestle with alligators or something like that, then it's different. I could, uh, I could get behind that, but how many times are you going to hear that unique childhood? In a Right, 
right, let's do, uh, let's see, what next? Let's go right into the checking in segment. Um, yeah, how's your week? How you guys, have, how have you been? Um, I've been all right. Um, I've seen two things that are, uh, how do you describe them? Interesting is the Minnesota kind of nice way to say it. Um, but it's definitely that. Two things that I never thought that I would see. Um, but before I get into that, an actual review. So the podcast has been up and running. Um, we've got uh, we've got a few listeners, a lot of a lot of aunts and uncles, and that's good. Um, and then also uh, a, a real review is from somebody. Uh, it's about a half hour too long. So that's good because it is a half an hour. So that was great <laughs> to hear that. <laughs> Um, uh, but at any hoozle, um, yeah, so just, um, going about my normal life, my normal routine. Um, and, uh, I have this neighbor who is going to come up later on in the podcast. Um, and, uh, he's eccentric to say the least, but he does this move where he will walk around with no pants and, uh, now still will have underpants. He'll have the whitey tidies, but it'll be shirt and then whitey tidies and um, and then he'll just walk around making conversation with people all day. And here's the thing. That's fine. Um, but but like, it, you know, sometimes when you're having a conversation and you're kind of making it clear, like, OK, conversation's over. I'm leaving. Um, he'll that's when he locks in. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'm going to double down on this and I'm going to look you right in your eyes and uh, force this long, long contact uh, while I'm just standing here with, you know, no pants, just my old underpants. Um, but yeah, so that's, uh, that's been a thing. Um, another thing that, uh, I drove to go get some comic books the other day, um, nerd alert. Uh, and then I went to go do that. And as I'm driving out of the driveway, um, I'm seeing this guy, on the side of the road, pants down, uh, just dropping a, a do a duker right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and I think I can say that I've never seen that before. That's, I think that's pretty safe, safe to say. Um, and that, uh, yeah. What do you do? You know what I mean? And it was one of those things too, where I was pulling out of the driveway and I still had to wait for other cars to pass before I could completely pull out of the driveway. So it was kind of, it was directly in my line of vision. And so it was just kind of like, oh, I have to see that. Um, yeah, so there you go. Those were two two different things. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, work is ramping up. So I've been working from home shooting, um, or actually we're uh, um, recording this podcast right now from California. So that's been good. Another nice week here. Um, went to the movies with uh, Luke, who did uh, the podcast last week with me. Um, and I'll tell you more about that. Uh, coming up in the next few weeks. So my work is ramping up. So we'll be playing some podcasts that were recorded a while ago, but they're still brand new to you. Um, but uh, that have Luke on there and a few other guests as well. So check that out, and that'll be coming up uh, the next next couple weeks. Um, yeah, there you go. That's the checking in.
All right, now we'll move to some random news for the week. This is actually something that um, is kind of it's it's something that I knew in the back of my mind, but is still heartbreaking, you know. Nonetheless, uh, I went out, so I've been you know going back into society, and I went out with some friends, and we had dinner. And this table next to us, this guy came over and was like, "Hey, can you take a picture of me and uh, my friends?" I was like, sure, yeah, why not? So I grab his cell phone, I take the picture, um, give it back to him. I come back, sit back with my friends, and I, I was like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, I should probably sanitize, you know, you know, COVID. It was like, well, yeah, you should also sanitize too because, you know, think about where that phone's been. We all bring our phone into the bathroom. I was like, yeah, and like I just, I know that that it's like. I know that that's a thing. I just hadn't fully thought about that. Like, oh, yeah, everybody does that. And this came out this week. 93% of young people admit to using their phones on the toilet. So, yeah. It was, um, let's see, 73% admitted to using their phone on the toilet. Uh, Young people ages 18 to 29 admit to using their phones on the toilet 93% of the time. So think about that. I don't think I'll ever take a picture with somebody's cell phone again. Um, this one's kind of great in a way, but I feel bad for Karens. So obviously you've heard that that name, you know, as used as a derogative. Karen is kind of somebody like, oh, may I speak to your manager, that type of thing. Um, and so this year, the parents of just only 325 babies in the U.S. named their daughter Karen. So that's down from 439 in 2019. So it's just the steady decline. So, I mean, depending on where you stand on the name Karen, that could be a victory lap for you. Or uh, if you have the name Karen, that could be, you know, depressing as well. But in another, you know, actually, if you have the name, that's a good thing because then it's more unique. Like me, Matt, like everybody's named Matt. Uh, this one's cool, too. A woman recovered her wallet that was lost 46 years ago in California. This was in Ventura uh, at a movie theater. Somebody was looking inside a crawl space and found, you know, all these old candy bar wrappers, ticket stubs, soda cans, and then found this wallet. And so went to the old social media and uh, and found an old ID in there, too. And so used social media to say, hey, does anyone know who this person is? And sure enough, they were ended up to they ended up finding that person, and then she reached out. Um, it says at the time her wallet held a two hundred dollar check and a bunch of family photos, um, which is really cool. And then other, let's see what other things it says that they picked up the the red wallet now brownish with age and said it was like opening a time capsule. So that's kind of cool. Um, and what else? In the other thing too that I thought was was interesting is that they said when they opened it, it contained poetry, and notes, and photographs of high school friends, and a five dollar ticket to a Grateful Dead concert. How big is this wallet? Um, I don't know, but uh, you know it's interesting. I uh, this is this is super embarrassing, um, but that's okay. That's the point of this, right? Um, I speaking of finding long lost things for the longest time. I had this old car, this co- cobalt. Um, and I was driving it around and 
I just started noticing the smell, this funk. You know, sometimes that just happens. And I was like, oh, is it like maybe I spilled water or something like that? And just kind of like, you know, I put it back at the corner of my mind. And, and then, you know, it would just gradually waft back into my nostrils. And, you know, sometimes it would just go away. And so I was like, okay, things are fine. And then it would be months and all this stuff. And then um, I looked and I was cleaning out because I was selling the car. And then I found this bag with an old sandwich that had must have been in there for a half a year, if not a year. And it was it was liquefied, and it, it was the worst smell ever. So listen, sometimes you find a great long-lost thing like a wallet. Sometimes you find a liquid sandwich. get into some comic books uh this is uh what i look forward to every week (laughs) uh the segment and just reading comic books um i guess i shouldn't say that directly into a microphone as my five listeners are like uh clicking off the podcast right now uh but anyways all right so these are the issues that i'm loving this week including let's see first up number four out of ten the swamp thing so this is a kind of reinvention of the Swamp Thing, a way darker version of it. And it's great. It's not the same kind of Alec Holland story, but in a way it kind of is. Uh, Ram V, or Ram V, however you pronounce it, is uh, is the writer. And he just has this wonderful way of coming up with super dark, disturbing storylines. And Mike Perkins, the artist, has this great way of matching it with his colors. And, uh, and his art is just, yeah, really amazing. So check that out. Um, the first four issues are on sale now. Uh, from Upshot Comics comes The Moths. The Moths is pretty good. This is written by J. Michael Straczynski, and Mike Choi is the artist. And this is about a world where essentially it's the same as the one we live in, except you can gain a superpower, but by doing so, you cut your lifespan down to six months. So the question is, you know, it's this dilemma of would you, would you do that? Also, you don't get to pick what your superpower is. It's something that just randomly happens to you. And that's the only thing for me is like, if I took that gamble, it's like, okay, now I have six months to live. What's my superpower? Uh, It would be something like I could just sing really loud off key. Or like, uh, I'm really good at tripping all the time. Um, But yeah. That's the stuff that would be, that I'd be stuck with. Uh, another thing, another issue is from DC Comics, Crush and Lobo, number one. So if you're not familiar with these characters, you should be. Lobo is this ultimate DC uh, bad bad guy. He's an anti-hero. Um, biker, travels through space, bounty hunter. Um, and his daughter is very similar. And so she's kind of, she's this story is, is essentially a reuniting of the two and trying to both work out their own issues um, with them. And so 
It's great. I love the first issue. Such a solid way to start a series. Um, let's see. What else do we got here? So this one is Basilisk. Or Basilisk. Nailing it. Um, but this is a great horror story, these next two issues. Um, this is a number one from Cullen Bunn, who is a great horror comic book writer. And then Jonas Scharf is the artist. Um, and this, too, also has a woman with unique super powers, which is that she wears this kind of um, kind of mask for her eyes. And then when she pulls them off, her eyes have the power that she doesn't seem like she can control. So she has to keep this mask on. But if she takes it off, it melts anybody around her. So that, too, that's one of those superpowers where, like, yeah, that's pretty cool if you're and there's a scene where they're up against a bunch of people trying to, you know, kill them. Um, and so that superpower would be super helpful. But then what if you just wake up and you open your eyes and you're looking over at at somebody? You know what I mean? Like, oh, great. I just killed my roommates. Um, okay, next one is The Nice House on the Lake, written by James Tinian Fourth. So there's four other James Tinians, and uh, he's a great writer. If you're not familiar with him, he's written a ton of uh, Batman, really good Batman stories. And this is an awesome, awesome horror comic book where you have a bunch of strangers, classic setup. They're all brought into this house. And spoiler, um, they all get there. And then the United States around them is all essentially burned alive by this massive fire. And uh, and yeah, pretty frightening, pretty horrible. And one of those things where every issue and every page, rather, I was just like, where is this going? So I'm definitely hooked on all of these books this week. So check those out. So now we're going to move to the final segment of the week, which is the movie reviews. A uh, big movie that we checked out this week, uh, Luke and I. Luke was uh, the guest host on the last podcast. Uh, Luke and I went and saw The Wrath of Man, the new Guy Ritchie movie. And so I wanted to get you know tell you my take on it. Should you skip it um, or should you go out there and, uh, and check it out in theaters? Um, and I also want to get Luke's take. We couldn't actually get in physical contact this week. Um, so instead, I'm going to give him a phone call. I've told him that uh, I will be calling him, so he is prepped. Um, so yeah, let's just give him a little call and see. See how this sounds on speakerphone. He just doesn't pick up. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, hi, is Luke there? Uh, let me, yeah, yeah, he is here. Yeah, there he is. Can you get him? Oh, it's me, Luke. Yeah. Hey, Luke, so I was just telling uh, the podcast, welcome to it, I was telling uh, the podcast that we went and saw The Wrath of Man, and I wanted to to get your your review on it. So the let's Wrath see. of Man. 
Yep. The, is, that, is that what we were supposed to see? The new Guy Ritchie movie. Yep. So we we were excited to go see it. We go into the movie theater. Um, let's walk, walk walk us through the process. Well, you know what? Now that you mentioned the fact that it was a Guy Ritchie movie, I'm a little bit more upset because, uh, you know, what was it about, you know, 10 minutes into the previews? Yeah, I got a funny feeling and I just was like, oh, okay, you know, it's weird that we're early for once. And, uh, you know, you just blurted out, this is the wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, that was the biggest surprise of the next few hours was before the movie really got going. Uh, we were not feeling the wrath, but well, that's the a different movie. That's the thing. Just to, just to paint the scene. Um, you know, we, we get there. And then, uh, you know, you, we're already kind of running a little bit late. Um, and, uh, and then we finally get in there and then the preview started. That was, that should have been my first sign. Cause it was like, wait a minute, we somehow still made it and we're running late. And, never early. Never. No. <laughs> and then it starts, yeah, it starts playing and I'm like, oh, I've seen this movie before. And it was the, uh, it was the Angelina Jolie firefighting movie. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna act like this is the type of mistake that could ruin a friendship, but you know, it, it kind of plants a seed of doubt. I mean, because I mean, you're a movie guy, and I was like, how do we end up at the wrong movie? And you know, the more I read about who's in the Wrath of Man, the more upset I keep getting. I mean, you know, Matt, my time is very precious. I mean, I'm a bartender, paralegal. I'm a, I'm a law student. I'm a failed actor, and you know to have this precious time wasted. I mean, I wouldn't say wasted, but, uh, I mean, this movie wasn't bad, but Jesus, the wrath of man looked like it could have been so much better after, <laughs> you know, what we saw. So I don't think this is really a movie review anymore. It's more of a, a, a friendship review. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta say, you know, I'll, I'll take full, full blame because at one point you asked me what the, what theater it was. And I was like, uh, I was like 23 and you were like, isn't it 21? I was like, I had such confidence that I was like, no, it's 23. Are you kidding me? And we go there and then it was, uh, and I'd actually already seen those who wish me dead. That's this movie. I'd already seen it on HBO max. So I was like, what? But I gotta say, I gotta say as much, as much as it is my fault, I blame you as well. Cause you didn't, you didn't double check. You got to double check everyone's work, right? I should have double checked the, the double check. Cause I was like, uh, I'm pretty sure. It was the other theater, but I, you know what? This guy is an expert on movies. He uh, is way more punctual and with it than I am. So I'm like, there's no way my buddy Matt's going to steer me wrong. So uh, that was surprising. I mean, because, I mean, I got to be honest with you. There wasn't enough comic relief in this movie. Like, I feel like there should have been a Steve uh, Zahn or Zan or however you want to pronounce that sighting. Yeah, that that would have been the type of guy to light me up after I realized I was in the wrong movie. (laughs) Well, listen, uh, very quickly, if you had to give a review on probably not Wrath of Man, but Those Who Wish Me Dead, what would you say? Skip it? Skip it or go check it out? Well, you know, that would make more sense to give the review on the movie I actually saw. So uh, let's just say hypothetically, I didn't hate your guts for uh, you know, taking me to the wrong movie. Uh, this actually wasn't a bad flick. I mean, there's a couple things about it that really kind of compelled me. I mean, think about it. You got The Punisher. I mean, John Bernthal in here. I mean, you got... Angelina Jolie, who's still great. Uh, I think we both agreed she was a little oily in this movie, but I think that's just what happens when you're around smoke and fire a lot. So, you know, what I look at it as that's method. I respect it. You know, stay oily. 
Uh, you know, but that being said, there was a little bit of uh, unevenness in the plot. I mean, uh, I really wanted to actually know, like, what this guy did or what he really found out to kind of uh, prompt people to wish him dead. And uh, I never really uh, got the full get down on that. And I guess it was kind of decided it wasn't necessary. So I'm not spoiling anything, but I just go. Eh. I will say, uh, you you know, you did spoil the uh, the oiliness of uh, of oh. the of the actors, the amount of money they spent they spent on body butter, I feel like was uh, probably half the budget. But uh, yeah, I agree, it wasn't bad. I'd seen it on HBO Max, and I feel like if you have it there, yeah, you can just watch it there for free. Um, but there you go, Luke. Thanks for uh, the uh, review this week, and yeah, we'll see you soon. Uh, yeah, just please come back to the movie theater because you uh, you never gave me a ride back home, so I'm still here. <laughs> All right, I'll come get you soon. All right, thanks, buddy. All right, see ya. All right, there's uh, Luke for you, and that is the review of Those Who Wish Me Dead, and that's the podcast for the week. So thanks for checking us out and bearing with us. Um, yeah, well, like I said earlier in the checking in segment, so, you know, work is ramping up, so, you know, you're going to get a couple podcasts that are that have been done a while ago, not super old, but a little bit ago, and they're still new to you. So you'll check those out from the vault, the classic vault of not good. Um, so there you go. And again, reach out to notgoodwithmat at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments. And uh, we'll see you for live episodes or more up-to-date episodes very shortly. I love you.